remember those yogos? Those were like those little yogurt like pellets. Yogurt <laughs> balls. Yeah. yeah, of course. Like a little like a little ro- yogurt rabbit sh- them out. I liked those. I did not like those. I think they I tasted bad and they looked bad. I loved them. They were my, they were, yeah. they were just pink and blue balls. What looks bad about them? And white. And white. My Those bad. Little yogurt pellets. It's kind of gross. What? So, Michael, give us the stats for Jerry Seinfeld right. and Jerry Springer, so we can determine who's the ultimate Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is all if, determined. What you have. Well, to, we already know who's the ultimate Jerry, but yeah, go ahead. But this yeah. is this is presupposing. You know. Okay. So th- you have given Jerry Seinfeld uh, one handful of yogos and jerry springer <laughs> two handfuls of yogos no jerry seinfeld has oh. a handful of the pink yogos oh, jerry springer oh. has a handful of the blue yogos. okay yeah oh, okay. okay is this like the popeye spinach no it's more like one? the matrix <laughs> what you have you either take the the pink take the pink okay got you okay all right well if this information is is correct uh like so jay springer 76 jay seinfeld 66 wow 10 10 year difference there all right but there's okay you'd say there's some experience on jay springer yeah jay seinfeld more spry more flexible jay springer more life experience exactly uh might be on his way out who knows more Uh, brittle true exactly but more cunning (laughs) boom there you go exactly uh so height uh, let's see here. There's a one inch difference. Wow. Apparently. Uh, so okay. Jerry uh, Springer is six feet. Uh, oh. And uh, Jerry Seinfeld is 5'11". Okay. okay. Normally I would say one inch difference isn't like that big of a deal, but it crosses the, the six foot <laughs> the threshold. threshold. Yeah. So... So it like puts Jerry Springer in a like separate like class. Exactly. God sort of territory. Exactly. Now, <laughs> uh, weight, they are exactly the same. Wow. Uh, they both weigh 175. Who was weighing these celebrities? Well, 175, 176. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how people get this information. Really? I snuck into uh, Jerry's house in the middle of the night. But if it's like, okay, if it's like. Like, how is it just like self reported, like on their driver's license? Because mm. I know, like, no uh, one's driver's license is accurate. That's true. That's a good My point. My driver's license says I weigh like 40 pounds less than I do because I took that test when I was like 17 years old <laughs> and still had the metabolism of a teenager. I took my that's driver's license test when I was 20 pounds heavier. Does your license say you're heavier yeah. then? Well, you know that's uh, your car. It's a win. Your car doesn't recognize your uh, your weight difference. It doesn't activate <laughs> yeah. your uh... <laughs> my incredible cyber truck. It doesn't re- registers that it's me by weight alone. Yeah, I hope that never becomes a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Why would that happen? I don't know, man. That would be far too easy to cheat. Yeah. Just <laughs> put a weight in your lap. Some some uh, you know. Uh, air quotes, pro- like, progress made with technology is just made just to be made, you know? So so, so some of the pros yeah. of Jerry Springer is he's witnessed a lot of combat on the stage. He's got uh, okay. to be cunning, yeah. you know? Because he deals with all sorts of people. So, like, every day he's, like, exper- he's doing new confrontations and new uh, battles mentally with people. So yeah. there he's already got, like, a lot of experience. And, I don't in, know if we can say the same for Jerry. And in negotiations. Yeah. I don't know if the same could be said for Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he's seen a lot. He's seen a lot, but uh, what has he really done? Uh, you know, he's funny. I don't know if that <laughs> can, like, come into play I don't at think all. Yeah, he'll could. just make Jerry Springer laugh so hard he can't fight. But I don't think that Seinfeld yeah. could make Jerry Springer laugh. <laughs> like, Oof. He, Springer's kind of hardened by the, you know, the, this like underbelly of <laughs> reality television. Is this callous? Oh, I thought you were just saying that Seinfeld isn't funny. Six-year-old man. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, younger people do know how to make the older person like what really gets them, you know. So it's that, all psychological. Is that true? You know? What are you talking about? Wait, what? what are you saying right now? Like, like, I feel like, um, like, for, for example, this, the whole, like, okay boomer thing, you know? Uh, 
Yeah. Like the, I think the that's, younger um, generations, <laughs> they once yeah, exactly once they find that one thing that really gets an older person like upset, they like just go oh, into so that. Oh, so you're talking about like Jerry you can know? like push his buttons. I mean, Jerry yeah, Seinfeld exactly. can push Jerry Springer's button. Exactly. Uh, I'm 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 you smelling know? what you're stepping in, but and then like put put Springer off his game a little <laughs> with bit. like a ten with like a ten year difference at the age they are now. I feel like there's not that much of like a generational gap. They're they're both just old people now. That's a good point. Okay. Okay. You you they don't experience much that's different, so you can't like push any buttons because you, Jerry Seinfeld experiences the same things that Jerry Springer now experiences. True. Well, then couldn't we say the same thing about what Springer has seen on his show? But Seinfeld has not hosted a show like Jerry Springer's. Does that help at all in battle? I mean, okay, think of it this way. Everything on the show Seinfeld is, like, from within Jerry Seinfeld's mind, his, <laughs> yeah. his bubble. Yeah. But Jerry mm. Springer, he's got, like, all walks of life yeah. come onto that show and show him new perspectives. Mm. Right. So. Okay. Okay. J- Jerry Seinfeld. It's about the worldview. Seinfeld's greatest weakness is Springer's greatest strength. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Still going Seinfeld. Nah, Still man, I'm Seinfeld. I'm going with Springer. As much as I love the man, respect the man, Jerry Seinfeld. I don't care for either, <laughs> but I'm going for well, Seinfeld. Well, okay, what what like context are we talking about this Who in? Would like win they're gonna in a fight? fight. Then yeah, I, I have to go with Jerry Springer. Even with the yogos. <laughs> but <laughs> if it's more of a psychological type game, I don't know. Seinfeld might have a leg up. Yeah, because Seinfeld's mm-hmm. like the most egotistical man in the world. If they're participating in some kind of psychological warfare, Seinfeld's ego will not break. That's true. On, on uh, he has a bumper uh, sticker on the back of his head that says, "I do not break for." <laughs> the back of for his Springers. Head? <laughs> that's the funniest idea. That, that remind you know what that's like. That is like the um, the the '80s movie depiction of like what the future type of fashion is going to look like. <laughs> like, you Dude, remember I Back love the Future 2? Yes. Is it, it's awesome, yeah. Could you imagine if that became a trend? Like, just little slogans and stuff. Like, like what people do with buttons now, but instead you just put it on your head. Right. <laughs> like a sticker. You you shave I it into your that. head. I could see that being a being a possibility. What 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 would you, what kind of bumper sticker would you have? I would probably never buy one. I would probably end up getting them for my kids, and it's related to like school. But would you put them on? Like, would you put on? Would you embarrass your children by having the "My Child is an Honor Student" sticker? If they gave it to me, I don't think it would embarrass them. Your child? Yeah. Like your child gave you the sticker. They're like, I did it. Yeah. Put this on the car. They're like. Like, they got into the college they wanted to, and they're like, hey, I bought this thing from the college store. It's like, whatever college, dad, or whatever. And it's like, oh, that hey, sounds yeah, like something I'll put that I would on, my, do. on my car. It's like, yeah. If you had a Cybertruck, would you put it on it? Uh, I wouldn't have a Cybertruck. If you had truck, a Cybertruck. Uh, but, <laughs> but if I did. You would. Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. I support my kids. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. And Elon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In this scenario, <laughs> no comment. You have a Cybertruck, Michael. I mean, uh, why? Why? Why do you have a Cybertruck? Uh, <laughs> Elon. <laughs> by this time in the fu- future, Elon Musk has been dead for twenty years. Yeah, yeah. It's a new person has taken his up. body's been put on ice. <laughs> probably, they launched him into space. That will probably happen. He'll just send his body into space. They're gonna put his brain in a Tesla and. Shoot that <laughs> into He'll be space. like Knight Rider, and then Grimes will ride inside of him. How romantic! Oh, There's this uh, Simpsons that. episode that you guys made me think of, where, or not, a, not an episode, just a part in one of the episodes where, uh, like, someone is frozen, and they're like, they're like, oh, as soon as we can, like, uh, like the, the the reason why they're frozen is because uh, they're they're waiting for um, a cure for. 17 bullets in the chest or oh something. yeah <laughs> yeah there's like something like 17 stab wounds i don't remember somebody somebody would definitely do you think that elon musk would this is my it's like a morbid question but like 
Elon Musk is probably going to get assassinated. Like, there's like there's a lot of people <laughs> that we know now that are fine right now, but are probably going to be assassinated, right? I mean, why would why? Elon get assassinated? Well, He's yeah, not like a political would... figure. He's just a weirdo with yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, but there's like a yeah, lot but, of people. I mean, it's like don't we, like we, we're um, we are very much in this, uh, you know, yeet the rich type of. Uh, are you telling me you want to assassinate <laughs> mentality? Elon Musk? Yeah, is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying our generation <laughs> seems like they want to do that. Oh yeah, we want to. I and I'm not. Wouldn't it be I'm a shame you know, if someone did that? Against that. <laughs> I'm against that. I know you uh, want to go and kill Elon Musk with your bare hands, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. You know, I just. No, I don't see why. Uh, he would be assassinated. I don't think know? any of the billionaires will get assassinated. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Because the security is so high that... I don't think no, anybody's going to try and kill him. Nobody, okay. nobody really... <laughs> like, if you hear anybody gets assassinated, it's usually a, a political figure, someone yeah. who affects stuff like that. Why would just yeah. a random rich person Yeah, if you like, want to change... Targeted? How, how billionaires can happen, you would have to attack the people who are pushing for more legislation. Yeah, pushing legislation for more big business type stuff, you know? Yeah. But That's if, true. if you're saying point. like, oh, Elon Musk got killed one night when like someone was robbing his house or something. True. The, if you're saying something like that, I can get with that. I can understand is that. Is that even an assassination like, though? Trying to, or is that just a uh, murder? Destroy someone and steal all their money instead of like a panic room he just has like a cryo freezer in his house yeah. so if he gets <laughs> shot he runs straight to the freezer he's like grimes drag me to the freezer <laughs> take me there we nope. didn't uh talk about elon musk in a previous episode did we no we I never talked we did, about elon fine, musk right <laughs> I know, I'm just curious, because it was so long ago, I don't remember what we talked about. We, de Elon. we definitely did not talk about Elon Musk in a previous episode. Okay. Did they talk about Grimes and her house, her houseboat? Uh, we oh, talked right. about that separately, as just as a group. That was really that, funny. But not, not on the show. Yeah. Before she was Grimes, she tried to live on a river in a houseboat that her and her boyfriend at the time made. It didn't work out. You know, I can respect that, though. Yeah, Me too. living the Huckleberry Finn type life. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly like Huckleberry Finn, wandering it in adventures. I, Come on, Michael. You know, I guess, I guess I can't deny that. You know, have you guys ever, um, have you guys ever seen that, um, that Disney movie, uh, Huck Finn? No. No. Oh, okay. I used Huck to watch. I, I haven't Finn. seen it either, but I used to watch. You, you never like have. Um, VHS kids movies and and the previews are on the discs are oh, on yeah. the on the on the tapes and so like you watch you watch like Pocahontas a hundred times you're gonna watch these trailers a hundred trailers times. exactly so I I used to watch this trailer all the time for for a movie called Huck Finn and it was like it was like in the nineties like they rebooted Huck Finn oh, to no. make him like cool or something. It was really weird. Like now, like knowing now that that's well, I don't really know for sure that it was exactly that. Maybe his na his name was just Huck Finn, and it was like an alternate reality. But there was like a they they, they were like two like preteen boys like running around, getting into danger, and having adventures and stuff with no shoes on. And um, there was like this really beautiful uh, girl who was way older than the that was like a weird sort of a thing that happened in movies <laughs> when when you watch movies as a kid and it's like ki kids being attracted to like adults oh yeah that's a weird thing that i just thought of why is why did they do that uh have are you talking about this 93 movie with elijah wood and ron pillman <laughs> what is it called is it called huck finn it's called the adventures of huck finn that that thing Huck Finn it literally can't right. exist without slavery. Right. Yeah, this story is is not yeah, this marketable. Is, this is not <laughs> this about slavery. You you see you see that that sort of thing with kids being attracted to older older people too in like 
what was that movie? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Is it Howard the Duck? I feel like that happens in Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the woman from Back to the Future. The mom. The car. I'm going to say yes. I, I've yeah, never so seen yes. Howard the Duck. Le- Leah Thompson or whatever her name is. She she was in it. And she, she has sex with Howard the Duck. Is Howard a child? What's going on with Howard? Howard is a duck. He's an adult. What movie am I oh, thinking? Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's an adult duck. I don't know. Um, There's like another movie I'm thinking of where that happens. Is I this mean, making f- fun of Back to the Future in some way? Huck Finn? No. Howard the Duck. Why? No. I just looked it up and now like the poster font is like the same orange to like yellow gradient. Oh, and it's kind of like... That's what's cool, man. And it's like the H is the biggest. Planted. Yeah, and it goes into the smaller D. Oh, that's that's. I feel like that's just like a design set, design choices at the time. Probably, yeah. yes. but there is time travel involved. It is eighty-six. Oh shit! What? I know. Well, there yeah. you go, man. Well, Howard, he's from like the planet of the ducks. You know, he's but from is, an alternate world where ducks. Does that count as time travel, though? Yeah, like a dim- inter- interdimensional t- trip travel, space travel. Yeah. Time travel. Who cares? <laughs> you ever think about how weird it is that in Big he like falls in love and mm. sleeps with that woman, right? That Big happens, is right? a great example. Yeah. That's weird. Is that what you were thinking of? No, it's not. <laughs> oh. There's some, oh, there's some other movie where, of. like, there's, like, just some kid and then, like, hanging out with, like, an older woman and by the end she gives him, like, a kiss or something. I don't know, dude. I mean... Right. What's up, Mickey? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's weird. It's like, uh... It's not right. I mean, it's uh, probably... <laughs> You but said it. I see. I see what they're 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 going for. Right. Just shouldn't do it though. Cause kids like. They like want to be adults, you know. Right. And they look yeah. up to adults, and so it's like, if I can get with her. Yeah. That's why I like the movie. That that, <laughs> and also I feel like it's as simple as like you know, hot woman, and. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, it's it's like um, what we saw in um. Well, it wasn't even really a plot point in uh, Lady Bird. Well, we saw Lady Bird last night oh, yeah. the, with the teacher, the older teacher. Oh, yeah. Character. What's her there, name? There Ju- was Julie? Jules, yeah. Jules. Yeah. She yeah. was yeah. into that teacher. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that was like, um, that is a rare example of like that double standard uh for, for like what it usually is is younger boys and older women right it happens uh, both ways it does happen both ways but i don't know that it hap- i ha- i think that it's it's invert i think that it happens more for for little boys yeah i think so well also just more stories tend to be about boys yeah yeah that's true yeah but yeah. but when we were watching it was like immediately like it was like oh no that's creepy if that if that like male teacher is creeping on yeah that, if, if we find out that that's what's happening it, it, nothing happened like that but yeah. um so we were kind so of it was good we just assumed yeah, so it was the, fine we assumed the worst we assume <laughs> yeah but like that's the thing is like if when it when it's an older uh dude like that's th- that's a problem and it is. <laughs> it's it's both. They're both yeah. problems. <laughs> yeah, but we're but we're okay when it's an older woman. I'm not. But we're we're okay when it's an well, like, but, but uh, people are okay. Society. We yes. as in yeah. society. Society. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> society is okay with little boys getting with older women, which is weird. I think I might have told you guys this already, but at my high school there was our chemistry teacher who was known for marrying a alum from the school who he also taught in one of his classes Whoa. at one point before she had graduated. How old? Yeah. Like, what's the age difference? He was, difference? like, in his 30s. So, Wait, this yeah, is... probably, like, a- at least a 10-year age difference. I don't know. Jesus. Assuming she was, like, 18 when she graduated, yeah. Not not the best. You know that stuff, story. That stuff is so weird, right? It's weird to me that like 
we don't look at that and like just be like, yeah, it's chill that he's still working here. But he's still working there. That's not like a conflict of interest or anything. Yeah. That's yeah, really a bad look. Like, yeah, that's a from like a business uh, aspect. That that's yeah. That's yeah. you gotta no. <laughs> don't <laughs> right, do that, that does not make the school look uh, very good. <laughs> but like, also is like, just like randomly, people looking at an eighteen-year-old getting with someone who's twenty-eight or something like that. Like, that's yeah. weird. Like Jerry Seinfeld. It's really weird. <laughs> but, but, like, if someone is 28 and gets with a 38-year-old, then it's, like... It's less It's less weird, weird. yeah. So because, it's always, yeah, it's always weird It's still to, a little weird. It's because it's, it's, it's relative to, to, like, the... Stages of life. Yeah, yeah, stages of life. And if you, like, the, the fraction of, of a person's life that that age gap takes up for, like, an 18-year-old is, like half their life practically yeah. whereas um if it's a 28 and a 38 year old it's like a third of their life which is if you look at it that way you can see why it's not as and same why like if if like a 50 year old and a 60 year old are involved with each other that's like no one really would care like about if jerry that jerry springer yeah. and jerry seinfeld got together no one would bat an eye <laughs> exactly. exactly but like it's, exactly. it's very much this thing of like you know the like, experience of these stages of life like by 28 and 38 you have both been adults you've yeah. probably both yeah. been Long working yeah. you've probably both been working and supporting yourself life yeah. experiences yeah. but like at my old job um one of my coworkers was 18 and the other coworker was 30 and they were right. in a relationship yeah that's right no yeah. one liked that yeah. interesting and the 30 year old could not like understand why people thought it was weird and why a twelve-year age gap. That it's just a number. Like later in she, life, it's she just, just a graduated high school, bro. Yeah, that's. It's easy to convince yourself that yeah. age is just a number. Yeah, because I mean, it's. Yeah, if you don't have critical thinking skills. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's <laughs> right. Definitely, it, it's very interesting to like dive into that because let's. Uh, it's going to be very weird, uh, but. It's like, like if I put myself as an example, it would be like, if I, as a 23-year-old, dated a 33-year-old, it's like, sure, it's a little okay. As a, as the 23-year-old, I can, as, okay, pretending I'm not 23, I can look into it and be like, yeah, the younger person wants to be with a 33-year-old. I get it. But when I look at the perspective of the older person, right? I'm like, what yeah, exactly. is it about this person that you're... Like I'm not gonna say that like What's all eight, for you? like all eighteen year olds are like really stupid and like really immature and whatnot. <laughs> there's some there's some mature right. eighteen year olds, but you can only be so mature, I yeah. guess. Right. And so it's like if I, like if I was like me being twenty three, it would be the equivalent if like this is really gross. But if I like a thirteen year old, like that's essentially the difference there. Uh, yeah, uh, but it's also not quite in, the same in, because of what in we just, just talked the, about. Ju- the number, the number, the wise. number. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, a twenty-three-year-old is not equate to a thirteen-year-old, but you, you <laughs> there's a thirteen-year difference. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? A, te- a ten-year difference. Ten-year difference. Yeah. Th- oh, okay. Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's just it's weird to me that this thirty-year-old person is like, yeah, this eighteen-year-old person, yeah, you know, she's. Uh, yeah. She gets me. She gets me. She gets me. <laughs> She understands so much about the world. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. I I, I have a possible answer. For why For, the 30-year-old would yeah. be interested in an 18-year-old. And I mean, it does, I, I mean, besides, besides like, fetishizing and objectifying youth. somebody. Yeah. The youth, right. Well, which I think, uh, I mean, I'm not justifying it by saying this, but I think that everyone kind of does that. Um, sure. I mean, it's a societal a thing lot. you're taught to. Yeah. Totally, yeah. It's a it's a learned thing, um, but it is. It I, I think that I think that has a lot to do with like you you don't you don't have the uh, social uh, ability or or whatever ability of uh, to to exist among your own uh, age group. Yeah, you You're don't like have regressed. the maturity to to date a woman mm. your age. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh no, I I totally see that. Yeah. And I Yeah, I definitely totally think that. that's part of it. 
which sucks. I, I think that's really sad. It is. Oh, yeah. Older person. It is. <laughs> Age is not just a number. That's that's all there is to it. Yeah. It's about maturity and life experience. Maturity goes yeah. for the older person. Because the right. older person is the one, ultimately, who has to decide. Yeah. I don't really think that an 18-year-old being mature for their age or like having had a tough life or lots of life experience really makes up for the time on earth of like (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like a 30 year old would have i i will say that i do think that it is okay for a younger per i think it's okay for a younger person to be attracted to an older person yeah i agree but i don't think like being in a relationship or necessarily doing anything with feeling that way, I I don't know. It's yeah. I I understand it, but it's like you when when you actually are in a relationship, or when you have sex, like just just like other implications and like who is that person? It's like you know. Yeah, there's I, so I I get it, but there's like a power imbalance. Yeah. There's a like power I know imbalance, right. It's the kind of thing where there will always be people who disagree with this perspective. Yeah. But for me personally... I know uh, I've told people before that, like, like even at this age now, I can't see myself dating someone closer to 30 or even, like, past it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like, I will... They won't... It may not be intentionally. Sometimes it might be probably, but it not unintentionally they would probably make me like realize how young i am right or, like feel like a kid in some sense oh. yeah yeah and it's like yeah. why would i want that yeah that's the experience i've heard from like I-, I know people who have dated people older than them like who are in their early 20s dating late 20s or like mid mid to early 20s dating 30 and there's just like they're just in such completely different stages of their lives because like you know uh, generally mid yeah. uh early mid 20s you're like still sorting yourself out and you're still like establishing yourself in a comfortable living situation finding the right career and all this stuff but someone who who is uh around like 30 late 20s like either has like an established career or has like different problems with uh with their career just in like I'm at 30 and I'm not in the career I want to be at and that's just like a completely different thing from like being 20 and trying to get into the yeah. career. Yeah. yeah. Or like figuring out what field you want to go yeah. into still. Yeah. Or... And of course, this yeah. is completely different. You know, not everybody goes to college. Not everybody finishes high school. Yeah, exactly. Through whatever circumstances. But like there can even be similar trajectories in that same sort of way. Even if you don't go to like college or don't finish high school, just finding a job and supporting yourself and setting up and then becoming comfortable like will happen in, in like a similar sort of timeline right yeah and so just like you have such different experiences and such different pressures even even being like early 20s and late 20s yeah definitely man now this conversation is making me want to uh talk about like um like lolita and stuff like that oh man i've never Oof. seen lolita <laughs> yeah I want to read it, but I don't know if I have that kind of time or <laughs> Is it a mental fortitude. Book? Yeah, I I read it. I don't know. I, I feel like <laughs> I don't have a lot of mental fortitude. Yeah, but but you're yeah, crazy. Like, I feel Albert. like you could read anything that I I, I can read. You're, yeah, you're crazy, dude. So. <laughs> and the boat. Yeah, both that's of those something that's been good. like kind of on on like the book list in the back of my head yeah. for like years. So maybe I should. Yeah. Trying to read more, but it's hard. Deep your toes. Yeah. You don't have a good attention span. It is hard. What is, what is your, like, age ranges for your dating, potentially? Like, theoretically. Uh, like, what age range would we date in? Yeah. I feel like I would say, like, plus two, minus two. I'm, at, I'm 22. Mm-hmm. I'd say plus two, I minus two. I would not date anyone younger than 20. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's not, like, specifically because of, like, a... I'm also 22, so it's not because, like, I have, like, a 
two-year age difference limit or anything. It's just for some reason it's hard for me to get past the mental block of, like, dating a teenager. <laughs> well, not a teenager, even though uh -huh. I realize, like, 19 and 20, there's, like, hardly any difference there. But, but. they, I mean, like, it is, like, one year, theoretically, one yeah. year straight I after feel like, high like school. Like, 18 to, like, 25 or so every year in that range gets like Very a different. lot more <laughs> yeah. development yeah. and stuff than yeah. that same range for like older ages yeah even being yeah, like beginning definitely. college mid-college and post-college are like completely different yeah i was completely <laughs> different people for all of those yeah ranges but for an upper limit i probably probably like four years or so mm. like i'd say about like 25 or 26 is the oldest I would date. Mm -hmm. I would, for the, uh, for older than me, I'd probably stop at, uh, 26, uh, maybe 27. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, younger, uh, honestly, I think I would do, the lowest would be 21. Uh -huh. I've had crushes on people 21 or even younger but i would never see myself dating anybody younger. sure uh yeah. i like i one there's just the obvious uh of that like oh you're 21 you can drink and whatnot i don't <laughs> we can I don't go really, to vegas together yeah, i don't really drink like that or any do stuff like that really but of course uh i don't want to feel like i can't uh, okay. Like, we can't do some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that so. makes it yeah. very uh, <laughs> obvious. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, 21, you know, just uh, good. I, f I feel like when I turned 21, I was like, that was a big stepping. Big year. Yeah. Was a yeah, that was your big man year. Big big <laughs> new year. Personally, I'm, I'm, I'm also with Michael. I'm uh, the youngest I would ever go is probably 21. Mm -hmm. Um Probably just because, uh, I mean, if, if for no other reason than um, I would feel really weird dating someone who was younger than my sister. Ah. <laughs> that's weird. Makes sense. I didn't even think uh, about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's a good perspective <laughs> to put it in. Right? Yeah. yeah that makes um, sense. But I'd also feel weird. You know, I would just feel weird. Uh, of course, it depends on the person, like we were saying, but it's, it's a very rare chance that I'm going to find a person that's, like, <laughs> that's very young, but, like, I, I'm i like, oh, it's, I, it's, it's worth I, it. It's worth right, like, I, but I'll marry you or whatever. But I like, love her. I'll do it. <laughs> you know, it's a very hard decision for me, but I've decided to... To bear my teeth, you know, bear this burden upon my shoulder, and I will marry this child. Yeah, child. But oh, it, no. but see, I think it's. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I think that it's very easy for us to say these things because we we are not of the, we we are not of that persuasion of people sure. with problems like that. Yeah. Um, and I think we all have very similar, like, thinking patterns and brain types yeah. yeah yeah so i think it's probably just a compatibility type thing yeah the big and wrinkly kind of we're probably a hive <laughs> mind really yeah. Yeah, yeah we're actually all one person yeah. sharing like or one, brain one cell. consciousness yeah <laughs> mom said it's yeah. my turn to use the brain cell yeah. this weekend is yours i still laugh at those those memes those are still really funny <laughs> so to me. relatable so yeah it's pretty relatable, relatable to my dumb dumb brain, <laughs> dumb brain. <laughs> do, <laughs> to my smooth brain do you know do you know the do you know the ages of your parents i think my 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 mom passed away when i was in uh when i entered high school but 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 when she and my dad were married i think there was like a six or seven year gap oh his, oh. his fiance now i think there's only like a two or three year gap but before that when i was yeah. made forged in the heart of like, <laughs> a star yeah, a volcano oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. i think I, I think my parents are four years apart mm -hmm. my mom is older than my dad my parents are three years apart and they were i think they got together in their 20s so my 
dad passed away when I was in fourth grade, but when my mom and dad got together, I think, I think it was also like a six or seven year difference. Oh, as wow. well, yeah. Ah, yeah. Hmm. A theme. Story. Yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting, of course, to think that like, both my parents from like the Caribbean and my dad being seven years older or something it's like let's go to america did they 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 met in the caribbean then uh yeah one of my oldest sister was born in the caribbean oh wow Uh, were both of your parents um immigrants our first generation i yes and no Mm. like i've never really heard her talk about that much but yeah my my parents were both born in the philippines but they met here in California. Mm-hmm. That's wow. Yeah, my my mom moved out. I think when she was around twelve or thirteen, and my dad came to America when he was like sixteen or seventeen. Would you guys ever want to write like um like a movie about your parents? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I would not. Tell the immigrant love story. That was always meant to be. Right, yeah. There was that one movie that had a lot of potential. I went to a screening of it called, like, The Sun is Also a Star. And it was, like, about, like, a Korean... What was it? It was, like, oh, a yeah. Korean dude and, like, a <laughs> a girl from the Caribbean, a black girl from the Caribbean. And, like, they... I think the, the, the girl was, like, getting deported. Her, like, whole family was getting deported. Uh, it was really... It was, like... There's a lot of interesting ideas there, but overall it was kind of boring and kind of bad. But they, mm. they, they delve a lot into their backgrounds as children of immigrants, and it's really cool. That's stuff I really appreciate about the movie, which is why I like it. Yeah. But it, it also is kind of like corny and cheesy as hell. <laughs> the idea uh, I, is that I they have one day they have one day to fall in love because she's going to get deported after. Right, right. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that. I, oh, it sucks that it wasn't that good. Yeah. Especially because it was an, an immigrant story. You want stuff like that to be good, so yeah, make more of those things. I do. Yeah, I have that trouble. I have that problem with like a lot of uh, queer movies. I'm queer, uh, and I what? I always see like promotions what? for these movies. <laughs> uh, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> I always see promotions for these movies, and I'm like, oh, cool! Like it's like a queer movie, but it also looks terrible. So I don't want to give it my money. I don't. <laughs> mm. But like. People always say like you have to support these stories. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. In, in order the good to ones. in order to have Hollywood make more of them. Yeah. Well, I don't I, know if that's true or not. Like I would agree with that. Yeah. Don't I? Yeah. I. There. There are so many good. Uh, I mean, so many. Like there are only so many good uh, queer movies yeah. out there. There. Are, there are a lot of them, but like pale in comparison to every other genre i think but right um there are a lot of good ones those are the ones that you should watch yeah like i don't a, think yeah like a why not moonlight. why not all of them? right because i don't have the money michael well, well, i mean that's also... fine but that's 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 wild to me that like if you want more representation and you're like i, I want to, to support this one. but i'm choosing not to simply because it's not a good movie well, I'm choosing not to pay for it because, like, I, I don't want to go see the movie. It. Well, it's that's that's watching. that's a that's a that's like a separate thing. But like, what do you if mean? you so happen to if see you have a movie, the money, you would watch every queer movie to support it. That's a good question. I, I don't know. That's what Michael said. Yeah, that's a good question because what if I, <laughs> what if I support it and they just make more bad queer movies? <laughs> Right, cause, well, I don't know. Because... Well, it, it depends on, I guess, what bad means. Because if it's like a bad representation, definitely not, you know? Oh, true. But, but if it's no, not I just bad, meant, like, it depends mediocre. on the representation. I just yeah. meant, like boring movies. But yeah, if it's like bad and it's like, oh, this isn't exactly the kind of, me- like, it's not a good story, for example, then, like, you know, I, I would still support it. I'll buy the ticket and I just won't show up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I get that. I just, um, I just think that, like, I I think that you you don't have to like okay so like true 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 equality in the film industry is that anyone of any uh, type of person can make 
they can make bad movies. Yeah, like right. they have the freedom to make bad movies. Yeah. Um, and that's like I I'm I'm totally cool with that, uh, because movies are being made. But I I don't um, I, I would want to watch like like because I, where I stand with like the reason why I would want to watch a queer movie or like a, a movie that was like sp- specific to some kind of uh, a cultural experiment experience mm-hmm. that was that was a miss uh, that was underrepresented or misrepresented right. right is because I would want to watch that thing because it portrays portrays that like in an in-, in in an interesting way and in the way that like you know like that that has value that has merit you know so it, like my point is that if if it's if if they do that well then that's going to be m- most likely a movie worth watching a movie that's good sure. you know but like if you're talking about a movie that is just like that is either either i mean there there's no uh we're not arguing on like if if the if the if there's a misrepresentation then obviously that's yeah, not like i'm not going to go see know, that right yeah. that's not what we're talking like about the fucking stonewall movie right sure but if it, but if the movie is kind of like a very generic movie that's you know it's like yeah. yes there are there are queer people in it and it's about queer people but it's like it's like the acting's not very good the shot composition it's just very like bland overall right. i'm probably not going to go see that movie because it's like i don't know because like the other thing is like i don't know how much I'm not saying that I'm not going to go see that movie because, like, I don't want queer movies like that to be made. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying that. But, like, I just want good movies to be made. I don't yeah. know. Like, and if we support the the right, if we, if, we, if we just support good movies, then it's, like, the cream will rise to the top, right? You know? We or the, so. the Call Me By Your Names, The Moonlights, et cetera, right? Those are good movies. I suppose. You hope so. I don't know. So. <laughs> I, you hope so. Yeah, yeah. I... I don't like the idea of trying to filter out bad from good. Because, uh, one, not everyone agrees on what is bad and what is sure. good. You know? uh, That's true, but yeah. I, I understand, like, if you see, you look at a movie, and it's a queer movie, and, like, it doesn't look that good, and you're just not all that interested. And I'm not saying you have to go and watch it simply because it's a, a queer movie. But, like... Uh, Let's, I guess, take it to the extreme of like, you know, there's not a lot of queer movies. Maybe I'm not going to go watch this, but I'm going to have other people watch it. Or like, I'm going to get people to talk about this more in some mm. way, you mm-hmm. know, just just so that because I mean, you the way to get more good movies, this is just have more movies in general. Right. Yeah. So trying to filter out bad movies is essentially just limiting the amount of movies that you, are. so it, you got to support even the, even the boring ones <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's 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 true i uh i guess i, yeah. I guess I, I but there's there there is a scenario in which that's true but there's also a scenario in which none of that none of that matters and any 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 queer movie that comes out will totally uh n- negate any past uh success story like in in a studio's eye, you know, like they're gonna see like, oh yeah, yeah, like Moonlight did really really well. This movie did really well. Blah blah blah. Oh, but this movie that this other queer movie tanked. Like, well, we probably shouldn't be making any more queer movies. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of what this means. <laughs> that's kind of what the studio. That's what I think a studio is like saying. That's it. Yeah, that's definitely. Right? Yeah, that's definitely what it is. That's why you got it. Like honestly, I mean, if you saw a movie like a trailer for a movie and you're like this looks terrible but it is a queer movie i will go watch it for you watch it i will go either not watch it for you i would watch it with you michael you're a a true ally (laughs) you know you know michael this is a really interest this is a weird um uh stance for you to take um, not because you're, you're, you're so homophobic. That's not because I think you're homophobic or not an ally or anything like that, but because you are so um, initially very cynical of, of most movies. Like that's true. you don't I... watch many things at all. See, that's that's see, that's the thing. I'm not. Wait, I'm second. not. Uh, you know, I'll wait. I'll wait for to to respond. I'm just gotta go. Bye. Bye. Yeah. We'll talk wait, to you later. Yeah. See you later, time. Albert.
Yeah. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably talk. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. Albert was saying that you're very uh, cynical and critical of movies before you watch a movie, and you will not watch movies for a lot of reasons. You know, there's. I definitely come off that way, but it all it it all it really boils down to is like, I don't want to watch that. Like it's just that simple. It's because like, Albert I, shows you such pretentious, awful movies. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not always in in I'm not always in the mood to. Like I feel like I'd go crazy if I only watch good movies. Like that sounds <laughs> like a nightmare to me. But you, I kind of get that or like i'm always looking at a movie and i'm always breaking it down i'm like yes this is what a good story is yes this is a mm. good character or whatever yeah like, i don't want to i feel that do way that. sometimes do you feel like your brain with... is always on when you're watching a good movie uh like do sometimes. you start do you start analyzing like when you're watching a movie yes yeah it's kind of hard for me the to movies turn that, that i like the most are the ones where i'm not um like I naturally, yeah. Well, not, not no. The ones that I don't want to. This is gonna sound really pretentious, but like <laughs> the ones that make me think. And I know when I say that, that sounds like, oh, I'm being like philosophical and like, thinking you. about big life stuff. But no, I'm. What I mean is that, like, for example, Parasite. Like I start watching that movie, and I'm like, oh wow, I really like that shot. Like I didn't, I yeah. didn't go into the movie with the like the movie didn't start and i'm like okay time to find a good shot like i would just see it and <laughs> right. then i'd be like i like that like any movie that does that where they do something and i'm like oh i like that i like that and i'm like stuck in this rhythm of like finding these things about this movie I oh, like yeah. that, uh those are the the ones that i really enjoy that that happens to me with with my my two favorite directors that i always talk about uh park chan wook and um wong kar wai um where it's just like I go into this movie and I'm like so sucked into the film, but then it'll surprise me in such interesting ways that I start thinking about like why was that choice in there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and then also like w one one thing that's always interesting for me because I took like you know I'm I'm like the cliche psychology student who takes like one class and then thinks they're like a scientist, <laughs> uh, think they know everything. But like I took a few classes on behavior and whatnot. And it's I do not have any sort of uh, mastery over that uh, subject, mm -hmm. but it's just so fascinating to me. So within a movie, when there's like good character behavior, mm. uh, and even when it's really similar to like a real life uh, disorder or something like that, uh, I don't mean like we just say they have bi they're bipolar in the movie or whatever, and then you just yeah. watch the movie. I don't mean like that. I I mean like when that's when they have like a disorder, but that's not a plot point. That's not a character right. yeah. design. Like you start psychoanalyzing. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because when I took uh, abnormal psych, we watched one movie. I forget what it's called. Twenty three. Uh, the Jim Carrey. No. <laughs> it's like it's an older movie, and it's pretty sad. Uh, it's just of this like this boy who like when i don't remember like he's in high school yeah he's in like the la latter half of high school mm -hmm. and one mm -hmm. summer or whatever he went on a boating trip with his brother when they were like a little younger mm -hmm. it was just the two of them so i don't know how young they were but they uh got into an accident and his brother died um and of oh. course uh he like in the movie he suffers from a, essentially I forget what it's called. It's like survivor's guilt or whatever. When like right. yeah. you blame yourself uh, for what happened to the other person. Mm -hmm. uh, but we watched that to under like see the kind of uh, choices he makes and what out of the movie. But to also analyze his his family, which was like really fun to me. And mm -hmm. it was uh, it was this very interesting shots of uh, like there's a shot of like them at the dinner table and like the professor is like you know they don't need to have four chairs at this table as if there's four <laughs> people anymore but they chose to still right. keep that there uh right. and it's like oh okay and it's like uh we we psychoanalyzed the mom in the movie and it, mm. and because she's she had like a a narcissistic disorder is this, uh, is this the movie mm -hmm. with Kiefer sutherland it's called like normal people or something uh possibly because i, I, I feel like i know what movie you're talking about but i, I might 
not be sure. Yeah, I don't. But it's it's really fascinating. So ever since I took that class, I like watch movies for stuff like that. Where I just think yeah, about yeah, that sounds really interesting. Character uh, behavior and development. I think like you'll that. love the movies That's... I love. Like my favorite movies that you haven't none of them none of which you've seen. I think you'll really like them for for the reasons like that. I are you talking specifically about like the Wong Kar Wai movies? Wong Kar Wai and Park Chan. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I I kind of can see that. Yeah. I mean, I a hundred percent think I would enjoy those movies, and I'm totally down to watch them as well. I just don't know when I'd be in the mood to watch them. Oh, for sure. Uh, They're like, and then most of them are yeah. miserable. <laughs> yeah and also there's that right like i don't always i i'm not like uh, i always give the example of a uh, full metal jacket i hate that movie but i <laughs> i recognize what makes that movie good mm-hmm. uh so just with that example alone that's my take towards any movie like if you present if alba presents a movie to me and it's like you should watch this it's really good i'm like i believe you but i know it's gonna make me feel like shit or something uh-huh. so i yeah. don't want to watch it so right. it's like i don't obviously like i don't find myself cynical for having that uh, that opinion but that's essentially what it boils down to it's like i at the end of the day i do want to enjoy what i'm watching uh, yeah and ha- we all find enjoyment in different ways right yeah because sometimes what i'm in the mood for is a very cathartic experience so a movie that makes me feel horrible is enjoyable yeah right. Yeah. yeah. So, that's essentially w- what it is. And I, I like watching those cliche stupid movies or stuff like that. Because it's, it's just fun. Uh, yeah, me too. And I be- and also, like, I feel like a pretentious asshole if I look at movies like that. And I'm like, this movie's garbage. It's bad characters <laughs> and whatnot. But let's say I watch, like, a behind-the-scenes uh thing of the movie and the director is like i don't know i just wanted to have fun i just wanted to make a movie i've never (laughs) like seen or done before uh Uh, like for the example of green hornet i could be making this up uh well one i don't think that movie is all that good no Uh, but i love i love seth rogan and whatnot uh (laughs) but i don't know if i'm making this up but i could easily see like a video i may may have seen uh it's in my memory but i don't know if it's real of like <laughs> seth rogan being like you know as a kid i was a big fan of green hornet so i just wanted to make a make my own and it's like from that perspective yeah i love that idea just right. making a movie that you want you are given the opportunity to do that so i just feel like an asshole if i'm like this movie's trash yeah. all I, that stuff i i feel bad for like I don't know if high standards is the right is the right t- term to use here, but like mm. uh, maybe just like I don't know specific criteria. Uh, maybe would be better and sound less pretentious. But like I I don't end up watching a lot of series. I don't end up watching a lot of like I don't end up watching or finishing a lot of series. Yeah. Uh, if they don't like completely like blow my mind, and like mm. for for like. And because of that, I, I don't watch as much TV, and I don't, like, like, I, I, I it's not even, like, a, a thing about, like, preserving my time. Like, I don't want to waste my time. Because, uh, like, I there's definitely, like, it makes sense if you don't want to continue watching a series, if you don't want to, like, waste your time. And yeah. you have better things to do, or more important things to do that are more relevant to you. I don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of, <laughs> I have a lot of time yeah. to watch a lot of shows. Yeah, and I don't because I feel like I have such such a, a high bar for for shows. But like I literally just mm-hmm. like I I just get bored and I'll just stop watching. Like I started watching that show Kingdom, uh, but I stopped watching that. And I like started watching Game of Thrones, and I st- I stopped watching that. And there's so many series that I've just like started and never finished. And I like I wonder if like maybe it'll be more fulfilling or just like. I'll have seen more and learned more just from watching stuff. Just watching more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is correct because I definitely do. Like, I I think that's something kind of different between you and me in that, like, I'm not quite as... um, like specific in what I choose to watch. <laughs> it's okay. You yeah. can, it's, it's okay. 
<laughs> and and like sometimes there have been like movies I want to watch or something, and you're kind of like, mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Like I don't know. I I just sometimes I. I just want to watch something for the sake of like having something on yeah. with not having to like examine it really. I mean, I don't, exactly. I don't go into things examining them. I usually end up like, I, I know you don't purposely go into <laughs> them examining them, but it I just seems from an outside perspective that that's kind of what a lot of these like spe- specific criteria, like you said, are, well, that's usually are I, things that you would examine for in film and stuff. I mean, stuff. it's usually because I talk about it so much because I like talking about the things that interest me. Like, yeah. I usually, I go, like, I was just having this conversation with, um, I had this conversation with my uncle, like, a, a few months ago, and with my one of my cousins, because uh, she's like, I don't understand how you guys, like, watch these movies and, like, understand all these things. And I was just like, when I go into the movie, I'm, like, purely spectating. Uh, unless, of course, something, like, blows my mind and then, like, I'm taken out of the movie because it, it just shocked me and surprised me and impressed me. But, like, when I go into a movie, I'm usually just watching the movie. And then it's afterwards that I try to figure out what I liked about it and why I thought it was good. Like, if I, like, putting on Akira, like, my brain shuts off and I'm enjoying this incredible visual masterpiece. And then it's afterwards that I think about, like, why was that so good? Why did that affect me uh, the way it did? So I, I don't, like go into things to pick them apart and be critical and and analyze and turn on i don't want to turn on my film brain when i go into a a movie or a show it actually is like the opposite my film brain turns on when i don't like something uh so like when i'm watching a show and i start getting bored i start thinking about why is this so boring to me and i think that's maybe that's why i can't fucking (laughs) that's why i can't relax and i can't watch uh, these shows because then I start I start picking them apart for why I don't like mm. them interesting I mean a part a part of the I this is this is sort of like a, a newfound goal of mine to also just watch more things in general because um, yeah. I've there's stuff to learn from uh, yeah and uh, I was I was hating I was I was uh, not hating I was talking uh, I was talking to Albert about this one thing that I hate I hated about myself in the past when like just like anybody, like either uh, friends of ours or like coworkers or whatever, they're like, have you seen that new Netflix movie, for example? And I'm like, nah. Right. And they're like, it was great. I immediately would have a reaction of like, that movie is probably not that good, you know? It's a, <laughs> it's a Netflix movie, and it's like, you like it? I don't know what your taste is, but I know you're not into film like I am. I don't. That's that's the only way I can explain why I even have that feeling. But it's like I don't want to have that feeling anymore. Uh, yeah, you don't want to feel like yeah. An like I just want to. I just want to watch it uh, because yeah. I feel like, especially when we were in high school or that age and whatnot, when we first got into, uh, you know, wanting to do more photography, cinematography, film stuff, all that stuff. I understand for myself when I started watching movies and whatnot, um, I started analyzing stuff simply for the sake of learning. I'm like, I sure. would look at this shot, and I'm like, uh, I'm going to come up with my own reasons as to why it is good, and then after mm. that, um, like, try and replicate it in my own way or just replicate it completely, because why not? Uh, we live in a copycat world when it comes to art and whatnot, so it works. Um, but... Uh, and just, just yeah, just essentially just looking at stuff uh, for the sake of learning from it so that I could do it myself. But uh, mm-hmm. before, before all that, I never, I just would watch any movie that just, you know, whatever, like Harry Potter stuff. I'm not saying Harry Potter movies are bad. Uh, just like <laughs> I would just watch, I, w- I would watch a Harry Potter movie not thinking about what is good about a Harry Potter movie. I would just watch it. Right. And I, a part of me misses Why? that. Three is so good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, a part of me misses that, but a part of me also understands that, like, once you start delving into something, you're going to always look at it differently. For the example of, like, sure. music, when you learn an instrument, you're going to listen to music differently, uh, and oh, yeah, you'll never sure. go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, <laughs> and during that time of watching stuff to learn stuff, I instinctually only wanted to watch what people, what a large amount of people 
found as good movies because if I watched a bad right. movie, I guess I thought I won't be able to learn anything from that. Uh, yeah, it's how you value yeah. watching a movie. So now it's like I, of course, I'm still learning, but I don't want to own like it's it's essentially I don't want to always learn. I don't want to always yeah. be in class. Yeah. Essentially, I'm. Completely I just want to have fun. I want to watch a movie for entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's. Uh, and so my my brain goes on when I'm not entertained. Yeah. I never, I've never even thought about that before. That, like, just clicked to me in talking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why it's good. Yeah, this is, a, <laughs> this is a, a healing podcast. This is a podcast of healing yes, and learning. Exactly. Love all around. 